The most ambitious global vaccination drive in history is in action, people. Over the past three months, more than 250 million, that's quarter billion, that's 250 with six more zeros, so that's 25 with seven zeros. You got the point. 250 million COVID-19 shots have been administered across 95 countries, and the vaccination rate is a little bit slowly beginning to increase. At the current rate, folks, around 6.2 million doses are being administered daily around the globe. While it's a rare bit of hopeful news, in my opinion, after 15 months of collective misery, grief, despair, anxiety, whatever you want to call it. So where do things stand at the moment? And what's keeping the world from getting this so-called herd immunity faster? I'm Roos Aliabadi. Join me as in this episode of Rooscast, we'll be looking at the COVID vaccine rollout around the world or whether or not it is on track. So let's begin. So folks, the vaccine for the neediest, the COVAX facility, which was formed this past summer to ensure cash-strapped countries get their hands on the vaccine, shipped the first batch of AstraZeneca vaccines to the West African country of Ghana this past Wednesday. Wow, congratulations. Well, in fact, neighboring Ivory Coast will be next in line and could start vaccinating its 26 million people as soon as next week, which is the second week of March. While the COVAX rollout is a big deal, folks, given that so far 75% of all shots worldwide have been administered in just 10 wealthy countries. I know I'm throwing lots of numbers, bear with me. 75% of all shots worldwide have been administered in just the top 10 wealthy countries. Well, that's a problem. But there are still massive shortfalls in the program. Think about it. For one thing, the facility's commitment to provide 2 billion vaccines to 92 low-income countries cover shots for only 20% of the population of those states, far below this herd immunity threshold of 70%. For another thing, the vaccine are arriving slowly. Think about it. In Ghana, for instance, which has received only 600,000 doses, that only covers probably around 1% of its population. So far, COVAX's ability to reach its goal remains a little bit doubtful in part because of funding shortfalls as well as global supply supply issues. In fact, drugs simply aren't being made fast enough to cover people spanning in 54 countries waiting to get vaccinated. Think about it. Early champions and stars of the vaccine show. But there's a caveat, folks. Several countries are doing probably, I would say, a great job in getting needles into arms of their citizens. When South America, for example, became the COVID hotspot hot, uh, hot this past summer, Chile emerged as an epicenter within the epicenter. In fact, recording one of the world's fastest growing caseloads ever. Now, Chile is overseeing one of the world's most efficient vaccine rolls out. In fact, having vaccinated over 16% of its population already, the fifth highest in the world as of today. In fact, Santiago, the capital of Chile, succeeded by diversifying its procurement efforts. In fact, they were buying doses of vaccines from China Sinovac, Pfizer-BioNTech, as well as from the COVAX system, and turning any public space in the country into a mass vaccination site. Israel. Israel has now vaccinated 
folks, ready for the number? 90% of its population of 9 million, leading the global vaccination race by a long shot. But analysts say that Israel's digitized universal healthcare infrastructure has made it really easy to monitor the vaccination drive and quickly identify groups of eligible people. But for all its success, Israel has not really ensured equitable access to Palestinians living in the occupied West Bank, many of whom regularly cross into Israel for for work. In fact, at the same time, the government of Israel plans on sending up around 100,000 doses of far uh, far flanged places like Honduras, Chad and Czech Republic in exchange for their diplomatic backing, of course. Lastly, folks. After the UK failed its pandemic containment effort, well, it has one of the world's largest, or I should say highest per capita death toll, Prime Minister Boris Johnson, in a way, reversed course to manage one of the most efficient and effective, yes, you heard me right, Boris Johnson did that, vaccine drives in, in, in the world. Having injected a third of all British adults with at least one dose, in fact, British authority now are saying that all the adults in the country should get the first COVID shot by July 31st, more than a month earlier than originally planned. We'll be watching, Mr. Johnson. While queue jumping and inequality, yes, still access to vaccine remains deeply unequal within many countries. In fact, the World Bank this past week threatened to cut off funding from a cash-strap Lebanon vaccine program after Lebanese politicians bypass eligibility rules to secure vaccines for themselves and their cronies. In fact, this took place uh, uh, weeks after the country experienced a surge in COVID cases, overwhelming hospitals. In fact, this revelation sparked outrage among many Lebanese already really disappointed, pissed off, angry by the corruption among the country's ruling elite. In fact, a similar scandal is as gripped Peru, where uh, more than 500 former and current government officials admitted to skipping vaccine queues um, and getting the vaccine intended for the healthcare workers of the country. Lastly, let me come back to the United States. Inequality of access isn't just a problem at the global scale. It is happening even within some of the wealthier countries that have had easy access to the vaccine, like Ready for that? The United States, where I am. While America's, in a way, gradual vaccine drive has ramped up after a shaky, probably a really bad start, access for Black and Latino communities still lags in many parts of the country. In fact, California Governor Gavin Newsom came under lots of fire and criticism when it emerged that the 7.3 3 million doses of administered or vaccine that was administered in the states, only 2.9%, ready? 2.9% have gone to black residents who make up about 6.5% of the population of the states. And 16% to the Latinos who account for 38% of the population of California. So similar trends have been also detected in New York. Folks, this is all I got for today. I hope I have some better news, better numbers in the coming weeks.